Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the NFL Digest. It's your girl, Nora Natish. Hey, you know the drill. I'm here to talk about five games that that had some impact on me this past week. You know, your girl got her game of the week. I got my trash game of the week and three other games that just caught my eye. So let's get to it. We are... Going into week eight, but we're talking about week seven. So let's start off with a game that I didn't see going this way. And that was Thursday Night Football, Saints versus the Cardinals. So the Cardinals beat the Saints 42 to 34. In this game, I saw some really big components. The Saints defense did not show up at all. Annie Dalton had a decent game, but those three interceptions were crucial. But we're going to get to all the stats in a second. But you just, just from the score, you already know defenses were not there. No one can stop the pass. No one can stop the run. So let's get to it. So for the Saints, Andy Dalton, he threw for 361 yards, completed 30 at 47 of his attempts. He had four touchdowns, but three interceptions. Alvin Kamara had 11 carries for 49 yards, while <clears throat> the Saints wide receiver Chris Olive, Olive had seven receptions for 106 yards. Kyle Murray, he threw for 204 yards, completed 20 at 29 attempts. He had one touchdown. Leading rusher for the Cardinals was Eno Benjamin. He had 12 carries, 92 yards, and one touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins is back, and he's making some progress because he had 10 receptions for 103 yards. So all that being said, you're probably wondering how this game got so nutty. It went all the way down to the end of just a bunch of stuff going on. So in the first quarter, Rashid um, Shahid catches a 53-yard pass for Andy Dalton, which results in a touchdown. Will Luck hits extra point, putting the six on the board early, 7-0. Rodro Blankenship kicked a 50-yard field goal for the Cardinals, putting them on the map for the first quarter, making it three to seven. In the second quarter, Rodro um, Blankenship kicked 28-yard field goal, bringing up that score to 6-27 for the Cardinals. Taysom Hill um, catches a three-yard pass from Andy Dalton, which resulted in a touchdown. Will Lutz kicks the extra point, making it 14-2-6. K- um, Keaton Ingram has a two-yard run, which results in a touchdown. Eno Benjamin has a two um, runs for the two-point conversion to tie the game, 14 to 14, with two minutes and 28 seconds left in the second quarter. So we already got a pretty exciting game here. And guess what? In a minute and 50, uh, 50 seconds, Marco Wilson catches Andy Dalton's pass. That was a 10 for a receiver, making it 30. Um, so then he had a 38-yard interception return to make it 20 to 14. With 46 seconds left on the clock, Isaiah Simmons catches a 56-yard uh, pass. That was a 10 for somebody else. Um, and had to, and he intercepted Annie Dalton and ran the interception back for 56 yards. Kyle Murray then uh, passes to Eric uh, Ertz for a two-point conversion and making it get real dicey at 28-14. to That was our lead change in this game. He's got a little bit, and from this point on, and that's how, that's goes 14, 
to 28 going into the half. And the Saints were starting to shake at this point. Because in the third quarter, we got some action from the Saints. We got Will Lutz kicking a 25-yard field goal, making it 17 to 28. Then Greg Dirch catches a five-yard pass with Kyle Murray, which results in a touchdown. Rodrigo Blankenship kicks extra point, making it 35 to 17. At this point, you guys can already see, Saints defense is just all loaded. But again, Saints are also struggling from a lot of injuries. A lot of prominent players are out, so this didn't that did impact. But still, the Cardinals are making are cleaning up house in this game. In the fourth quarter, we got some Saints trying to make a comeback here. We got Juan Johnson catches a 17-yard pass from A. Dalton, which results in a touchdown. Will Lutz kicks extra point, making it 24 to 20, 35. Still chance, still some time for hope. Then Eno Benjamin catches a five, uh, has a five-yard run, which results in a touchdown. Rodrigo, um, Rodro, um, Blankenship kicks extra point, making it 42-24. Juan Johnson, with three minutes and seven seconds left in the game, catches a one-yard pass from Andy Dalton, making it 31 to 42. With 43 seconds left in the clock, Will Lutz kicks extra point, kicks a field goal, and. A 45-yard field goal, making it 34 to 42, and that was the end of the game. The next game I want to talk about, and it's not, um, I'm, I'm really shocked how this game turned out. It's not my trash game. I'm just very, very shocked <clears throat> about how this game turned out, and this could be the Packers and the Commanders. The Commanders beat the Packers 23-21. Aaron Rodgers, again, my favorite quarterback, was not looking like Aaron Rodgers. It's not like Aaron Rodgers that usually is. And there's a lot of goofy things that took place here. Aaron Rodgers threw for 194 yards, completed 23 out of 35. The test had two touchdowns. Aaron Jones had eight carries for 28 yards. The leading rusher was Alan Lazard with six with six receptions for 55 yards. <clears throat> Taylor Heineke's back, everyone. He's back, and he was start, our starting quarterback for this game. Heineke threw, uh, threw for 201 yards, completed 20 out of 33 attempts. He had two touchdowns and one interception. Brian Robinson Jr., he had 20 carries for 73 yards, and our leading receiver was Terry McLaurin with five receptions for 73 yards and one touchdown. You guys wonder what happened in this game. A lot of goofy stuff happened in this game. We're going to start with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones catches a four-yard pass from Aaron Rodgers, which results in a touchdown putting the Packers on the game on the board early in the first. Um, Mason Crosby kicked extra point, making it 7-2-0. Joey Slice um, kicked a 22-yard field goal, which put Washington on the map for the first quarter, making it 7-3. In the second quarter, Devondre Campbell um, intercepts Heineke and has a 63-yard interception return, which results in a touchdown. Again, the Packers defense are playing. I ain't going to hold that in the first half of the game. Which results in a touchdown. Mason Crosby touched the point, making it 14-3. Antonio Gibson had caught a nine-yard pass from Heineke, which results in a touchdown. Joey Slick touched the point, making it 10-14. Now, for the majority of, actually, I'm sorry, the entire fourth quarter, it all went to Washington because the the Packers didn't do nothing 
third quarter. Nothing. They actually didn't get active again until the end of the fourth. Well, let's get to it. <clears throat> the third quarter, ta- um, Terry McLean catches a 37-yard pass from Heineke, which results in a touchdown. Joey Sled kicks the extra point, making the final, the, the different, a new lead change, 17-14, to 14, Washington. At the end of the third quarter, Joey selected a 31-yard field goal. They get 20 to 14. Washington took extended that lead into the fourth. Joey selected a 19-yard field goal. They get 23 to 14. Again, with the commanders, field goals in this case help them. The field goals are always way games. You need some touchdowns out here, but <clears throat> they did the best they could. Only had two touchdowns in the entire game, but those being able to just shut down. Rodgers and his team is, was showed showed a lot, showed a lot in this game. Because then Aaron Jones catches a 21-yard pass with three minutes, 26 seconds left on the clock from Aaron Rodgers, which results in a touchdown. Makes the crowd kick that point, making it 21-23. Packers need a field goal to win the game. They were not able to get down that field, and Washington took this victory and making their, their season three to four record. All right, it's time to talk about our trash game of the week. I am only picking it because for some reason, every time you play the Broncos, it's always dicey. It's the Jets, the Broncos. Now, the Jets did beat the Broncos 16 to 9, which makes the Jets 5 and 2. Shout out to the Jets. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. But I just don't understand why every time you play the Broncos, it's just dicey. Zach Wilson only threw for 121 yards, completed 16 out of 25 attempts. Um, his leading rusher was um, Bre- um, Brees Hall with four carries for 72 yards and one touchdown. The leading receiver was Michael Carter with two receptions for 45 yards. So the quarterback for this game was Brett Ripon. Brett, Ri- Brett Ripon threw for 225 yards, completed 24 at 46 of his attempts. He had one interception. Melvin Gordon the third, he led with rushing yards with 11 carries for... 33 yards and Jerry Judy had seven receptions for 96 yards. This is again a dicey game because we can we can actually skip third quarter. But first the quarter we got Bryce Hall at a 62 yard run which resulted in a touchdown. Greg Zerlin kicked extra point making it seven to zero. At the end of the first quarter, Latavius Murray uh, had a two yard run which resulted in a touchdown. Brennan. Um, McManus, they went for a two-point conversion, and it was... I'm oh, sorry, they went for the extra point. And um, the extra point was no good. And it was like mad goofy how no good it was. So make it to 7-6. to six. And in the second quarter, we have Brandon McManus with a, with a 44-yard field goal, making the Broncos take the lead 9-7. to seven. Greg Zerlin with the time expiring with the 45-yard field goal, making it 10 Nine. The third quarter, nobody touched the end zone. Nobody. So that was that. <laughs> In the fourth quarter, we got Greg Zerlin kicking some field goals. He kicked a 33-yard field goal, extending the Jets lead for 13 to 9. And at the end of the game, kicked a 40-yard field goal, making it 16 to 9. Again, the the Broncos defense is pretty solid. Their offense is just so bad that all you can think is that the whole team sucks. But it's just their offense is absolutely horrible. And they were projected to be so, so good. And that was just a sad part for me. 
Like, yeah, I like I like Russell Wilson as a, as a quarterback, and I like his off the field and stuff as well. But this was just like he's out because he's injured. But this was just bad, bad, bad football. My next game I'm going to talk about is going to be the Seahawks and Chargers game. Low key, the Seahawks have been showing us all that we need to start respecting Geno Smith. Because Geno Smith threw for 210 yards, completed 20 as 27 attempts. He had two touchdowns, but only one interception. Kenneth Walker III was the leading rusher with 23 carries for 167 yards and two touchdowns, while Marquise Goodwin led in receiving yards for four receptions for 67 yards and two touchdowns. Justin Herbert. Yeah, yeah, the stats are looking okay, but hey, it looked it was crazy out there because he threw for 293 yards, completed 33 out of 55, 51 of his attempts, he had two touchdowns and one interception. Austin Eckler led in both receiving and rushing yards with nine carries for rushing, 31 yards and one touchdown. For receiving, he had 12 receptions for 96 yards and one touchdown. So let's get to it. In the first quarter, Mark, uh, Marcus Goodwin caught a 20-yard pass with Geno Smith, which resulted in a touchdown, putting the Seahawks on the board early. The Seahawks dominated the first quarter because then we got Kenneth Walker the third with a 12-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Jason Myers kicked both extra points. They get 14-0. With a minute and eight seconds left on the clock, Jason Myers kicked a 46-yard field goal. They get 17-0. In the second quarter, this is when the Chargers woke up because Austin Eckler had a seven-yard run which resulted in a touchdown. Right after that, we got Mike Williams with a 13-yard pass, caught a 13-yard pass from Justin Herbert, and which resulted in a touchdown. Both uh, extra points were good by Taylor um, Burlett. So they get set 14 to 17. We got to play the game here now. With the top, at the end of the second quarter, we got Mark Marquise Goodwin catches a 23-yard pass from Geo Smith. They get 24 to 14. Jason Myers kicked the extra point and they didn't get 24 to 14. Sorry. And for the half. The third quarter, Jason Myers kicked the 34 yard field goal, making it 27 to 14. Now we're going to the fourth quarter. We got Kenneth Walker, the third tackle, was tackled in the end zone by um, Sebastian Joseph Day, making it a safety. So now we got uh, for the Chargers, we got four, sorry, 16 to 27. Jason Myers kicks a 50-yard field goal, making it 30 to 16. Kenneth Walker the third um, has a 47 catches a has a 47-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Mason Jason Myers kicks an extra point, making it 37 to 16. Austin Eckler has a, a one-yard pass to Justin Herbert, making which results in a touchdown. Taylor um, Burlett um, catches kicks extra point. everyone welcome back we're gonna talk about the north game of the week uh, right after i say shout out to ozell brand for being the sponsor for this episode definitely want to make sure i got time to shout out my sponsor thank you ozell brand for all that you do and that you continuously show us love and do all the great things you do ozell brand has been making some of the coolest cleats and sneakers I've ever seen. 
He can make them custom made to your school, custom made to you what you were grooving with. So if you want some really cool custom made sneakers, you need to check out Odell Brand immediately because these, this is the sneaker for you or the cleat for you. So, New Orleans game of the week is going to definitely be one that you already knew was coming. It's the Giants versus the Jaguars. This game was absolutely uh, like, it gave you everything you like. If you are a person who likes sports because of the drama, it gave you drama. If you're someone who likes a game that goes down to the wire, it went all the way down to the wire. If you are someone who likes some really good nerve-wracking football, that was this game. And the Giants were able to beat the Jaguars 23-17. In this game, Danny Jones, he threw for 202 yards, completed 19 out of 30 attempts and had one touchdown. Saquon Barkley had 23 carries for 110 yards. Darius Slayton had three receptions for 58 yards and one touchdown. Trevor Lawrence, he threw for 310 yards. He completed 22 out of 43 attempts. The leading rusher was Travis um, Eat, um, Eaton Jr. He had 14 carries for 144 yards and one touchdown. Christian Kurt was their leading receiver with seven receptions for 96 yards. So, the game started off. The Giants were up first up to the four because Darius Slate caught a 32-yard pass from Daniel Jones, which resulted in a touchdown. Um, Graham Gannell kicked at your point, making it 7-0. From then, the Giants followed up with Travis um, um, Eaton Jr. caught, had a seven-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Travis Eaton Jr. actually went for a two-point conversion and ran it in making it 8-2-7 in the end of the first. In the second quarter, Riley Patterson kicked a 27-yard field goal, which put the Jags up 11-7. Graham Gannell kicked a 33-yard field goal, which put the Giants up 10-11. With 28 seconds left in the half, the, um, Gray, um, Graham Gannell kicked a 33-yard field goal, putting the Giants up. That was annoying. The Giants up. Um, 13 to 11 for the first lead change in the half. In the third quarter, you have Trevor Lawrence with a one yard run, which results in a touchdown. Riley Patterson goes for the extra point kick, and it was a block. So the score is still now 17 to 13. In the fourth quarter, Daniel Jones had a one yard run, which results in a touchdown, making and dragging up the extra point, which was good, making it 20 to 17. With one minute and four seconds on the clock, Greg Gano kicks uh, the field goal for 34 yards, which result, which was good, making it 23-17. This game ended crazy because for some insane reason, <laughs> uh, Saquon Barkley just wouldn't get out of bounds. He was trying so hard to get out of bounds, but his body, for some reason, just would not turn so he can get out of bounds. So the Giants fans were on the edge. The the Giants got the ball back. They were also continuing to march down that field. Weird, uh, not like these, not weird plays. Good, great plays for them. Horrible plays for Giants fans. They were able to cut a carbar defense. The last play of the game, Trevor Lawrence throws a pass to the Christian Kurt, which pretty much is on the three yard line. And he just, oh, not, not a two yard line. I just had to turn around, but the Giants defense held him. And that's how the game ended. 
very crazy game. Had me literally almost have like a heart attack, but great to the long great football. I will see you guys next week for another episode of NFL Digest. Sorry for the delay, but I'm hoping to see you next time. Bye.